Today on Inside Telecom Careers, we go inside Sprint Chicago's $150 million expansion plans with Sprint's first local market president, Tracy Nolan. But first, a word from our sponsors. Nexius, accelerating network and business transformation. Telecom Careers, the number one global telecom and wireless job board. Telecomcareers.com. Okay. Hi, Tracy. Welcome to RCR Wireless News and Inside Telecom Careers. It's a pleasure to have you on today's show. Thank you for inviting me. I'm glad to be here today. Well, I got to start off today's show. Why did Sprint choose Chicago? Well, you know, Chicago is a really unique city in many ways. The first thing that I'd say is that we recognize Sprint as being a very diverse city and very technology innovation focused. Um, also, our relationship with Rahm Emanuel, our mayor here, has been fantastic. And it was just a place where we've seen significant growth overall. So we were up since 2012, up 641%. Okay, and if you don't mind, Walk us through your past experiences that uniquely qualify for you for the challenges ahead. Sure. So um, interesting. Um, I uh, most recently was working for a company called Hyla Mobile, where I was senior vice president of that organization, along with uh, president of running a joint venture, uh, which actually started the buyback or trade-in program uh, for Verizon. Um, so I powered all the channels and worked through the operations with that. But even more, I've been in uh, telecom for over 21 years. Um, I was region president actually for Verizon Wireless in this exact market, Illinois, Wisconsin from 2001 through 2006. So very familiar with the Chicago market, certainly been in telecom a long time. And I'm really pleased uh, to be here with Marcelo and Jamie in running this organization. Now, why did Sprint decide to hire its first local market president and general manager? Well, I think um, really when you look at it is that we really wanted to get local into a market and being that um, Chicago is Sprint's largest market and one that we were going to invest uh, significantly in, it's really where we wanted to put a local senior executive presence in a market so that we can get closer to the customers, closer to uh, the technology and working with uh, the city and the people and just really uh, putting in our large focus as we also invest heavily here. Well, Tracy, this is Jeff. Good morning. Thanks for joining us today. Um, I want to get into the detail of what you're planning in Chicago, and we've read through a bunch of press releases and announcements. So there's three areas I'd like to talk about. Number one, the technology. Number two, the your distribution strategy in, in Chicago. And then finally, the uh, customer tech center or, or uh, um, center that they're building or have built and opened in, in Chicago. But let's start with um, deploying a new technology like LT Advanced. And um, I've read that users can experience speeds up to 135 megabits per second. Can you maybe describe in your words, what's that experience gonna be like? So sure, you know, let's start a little bit with carrier aggregation, which is, which, you know, LTE advance really is. You know, really, if you look at it, it's a way of, uh, in my non-technical terms, uh, bonding together bands of spectrum to really create two things. One, uh, higher uh, speeds, which, you know, in the way that uh, consumers use wireless today, speed is really important. And secondly, it's all about um, having a larger pipe, right? To be able to handle all of the new things that people are doing 
doing um, as we look at things like IoT and other things across the marketplace. So um, you are right, we'll see speeds that in excess of 100 megabits per second, which is pretty cool. Um, and we're really excited about uh, what we're able to do. Well, okay, going back to the experience, um, I, we've read that this week uh, Apple announced their new phones that have LTE capability or tri-band capability in them, and Samsung's come out with a couple new phones. What do you, what do you kind of paint a picture for us in terms of what that user experience is going to feel like when you have that much bandwidth? Well, I mean, just think about all those things that uh, you want to access your phone in with and uh, being able to get those quicker, faster, and different than you've been able to in any other time. Um, so this is really cool with the iPhone that's um, launching, certainly with Samsung phones that we have out there today, we have the ability uh, to get that tri-band experience or that LTE advanced. But with the iPhone launching, this will be the first iPhone that will be able to have uh, that, uh, that experience. So we're really excited about our customers um, having that uh, experience as it launches uh, next week. Well, walk us through the, the details of how you plan to, to roll out LT Advanced. Uh, uh, some of the press releases say it's an incremental launch, so you'll be able to kind of roll this advanced service out. Walk us through the details. What's that going to look like and so, how long is it going to yeah. take? So sorry, Jeff. Um, that's a habit of mine is that I just jump ahead. So because um, I get excited. <laughs> Me too. No worries. <laughs> I get excited about these things. Um, so first of all, when you um, the first thing is carrier aggregation, right? So our first focus is really um, going ahead and making sure uh, that we roll that out across all of our existing our existing uh, cells across the country. Um, and you know the cool part is is that you're going to be able to you know software load, which is is going to be great overall um, and then we're also looking at other ways of what we're doing so you got carrier aggregation but then we're also spending um, you know we'll be spending a lot of money in what we call um, uh, uh, mini macro cells that will be launching across uh, the country in the tens of thousands and then on top of that we'll be also launching micro cells um, so tons of additional technology that will be going into our our network so um, we're really excited about where we're going. Well, I think anyone who's ever been to Chicago never fits, forgets going to Chicago. Michigan Avenue, the Bean, the Parks, the L. Talk a little bit about specifically in Chicago, because the press release talked about $150 million investment in Chicago. Walk us through how you plan to roll out the macro cells, uh, the, the mid-level market, and then the, the micro cells, leveraging your existing fiber infrastructure and your cell tower infrastructure. So again, it's very it's very similar. We're doing you know carrier aggregation number one. Um, along with that, we are looking into uh, the mini macro cells that we'll be launching and doing densification across mm -hmm. across the marketplace. Um, and then where there is need, you know, the great part about this, I, I you know Jeff, and that gets me excited is we have so much spectrum that we have the ability to take advantage of, which um, being able to do this LTE advanced is really going to make a big difference. You know, we have the most amount of spectrum of any carrier in the U.S. And in Chicago, we have huge opportunity. And we're really one of the first cities where we're going to be doing all of these uh, technology advancements. When do you think um, users will be able to start using the LTE phones? And in what parts of Chicago will receive that service first? So we actually are in the process of rolling out now. So people actually can experience 
experience it. I mean, I get, I got to tell you, I get, uh, you know, I see it on Twitter. I see it all the time with customers who are saying, oh my gosh, we're seeing great speeds in different parts of the city. So, you know, any of our Samsung phones that they that are currently out there today, um, they already are using this today. So it's okay. pretty exciting. And every, you know, every week I get another text from somebody that says, hey, I was just down in the Brookfield Zoo, or I was over here and I got speeds in excess of 100 megabits per second. So they're starting to see it right now. Well, you, you talked about carrier aggregation. I think the market around the world is proven carrier aggregation works. Uh, sprint spectrum position is, is well documented. Uh, you've got unprecedented spectrum in the market. So I think from a technology standpoint and from a uh, um, uh, capacity and throughput standpoint, clearly you're well positioned to take advantage of those technologies. But let's move on to the distribution side of the equation. You've got a three-pronged distribution strategy that consists of something new called direct to you. You've got a direct strategy where you're adding, I think, in excess of 100 new stores. And then thirdly, you've got a unique relationship with Sprint that's going to give you an indirect model. But maybe talk about each one of those programs, starting with direct to you. Sure. You know, what was really interesting and exciting for me was to come in and I, I, you know, I believe you need to be wherever customers are and you need to service customers the way that they want to be serviced. So what really has happened here is we've looked at different ways of going to market. So for direct to you, I mean, who doesn't want to, I don't know how, you know, I'm Jeff, I'm assuming you're busy and most of the folks that are out there today to not have to go to a store for some of us is the way we prefer to shop. So I'd rather have somebody come to me. So the fact that I could be upgrading a phone, I could be wanting new service and I could have a car roll up to wherever maybe I'm at Starbucks that you know or at a meeting and they can come in and set me up and, and move on to me is a great ass avenue of how we're trying to reach out and be different and and really be a carrier where we're, um, we're we're working for the customer the way the customer wants us to work for them so direct to you we've rolled out um, honestly in Chicago we have seen the best results across the country so we're really excited that people are starting to really take this as a new way of, of shopping for wireless or at least uh, innovating from a wireless perspective from a distribution. Um, secondly, um, when you talk about stores, I get really excited because we have different, uh, we have a couple different strategies going on. You know, we looked at it and said we need to be in places where the customer were and we were underserved um, in many, many of the communities by not having stores, um, you know, where our customers lived, making them drive uh, further away, away. And so we've done two things. Um, we are absolutely expanding with the whole Radio Shack store within the store um, process, and we're seeing great results out of that. Um, and then we also so have um, actually this week a couple of new stores that just opened as part of a joint venture that we have uh, with the Carphone Warehouse. Um, so we're excited to see, um, still too early because uh, three of those stores in Chicago just opened up uh, this week. Uh, so we'll wait and see how that all works out. But you know, being that they're one of the world's best retailers, we're excited to be doing uh, those stores with them too. Yeah, I think the direct to you is going to be a great experience for the customers. I mean. I just from experience, I dread going to the, the cell phone store. You know, I just you wait in line for hours, and I just think it's a great concept. So, yeah. well, speaking of um, the phones, um, in your uh, introduction, you talked about your unique experience in some of these uh, uh, cell phone rebate programs or trade-in programs, and just getting people to upgrade to new phones. And uh, over the past six years, I've had a chance to meet with Marcelo many times in Barcelona when he was chairman and CEO of uh, Brightstar. 
And I was actually in Barcelona a couple years ago when um, actually Tom Meredith, who was one of Bright Star's board members, was on a panel with Sprint and E-Recycling Corp talking about Sprint's ability to save hundreds of millions of dollars by using uh, uh, phone trade-in programs and then reusing those programs, uh, phones and warranty programs. So, but I don't think Marcelo's had uh, gotten the full credit for his kind of genius in marketing and logistics of, of, of phones. Can you maybe talk a little bit about your experience and, and his experience with the, the logistics of phones and how that's gonna be a strategic weapon for, um, for Sprint? Oh, it's interesting. Um, you know, uh, I had a really unique position uh, prior to coming here working uh, as in a joint venture with uh, Hilo Mobile and Brightstar as president of the buyback program um, that actually powered uh, everything at Verizon. And I, you know, when I started, Jeff, I got to tell you, we um, Verizon wasn't really interested even in the buyback program at that time. Uh, so I started with 16 stores in the south rolling out that program and you talk about Marcelo I mean he you know he's a genius when it comes to being an entrepreneur thinking of things differently and uh, you know we took that business from 16 stores rolled it out uh, within six months across all of uh, Verizon stores uh, also brought it to the uh, dealer channel business channel and online channel so talk about innovation Marcelo loves to think about what is the best and what's the customer experience need to be and what i love about the you know buyback trade-in programs the new iphone forever program that we have going on is we're going to be able to unleash that uh technology to to maybe markets that weren't able to be able to uh experience that new technology as quick as they were um with you know doing something with those phones that are coming back and at this point i'm going to leave that up to marcelo to announce what we'll be doing next but uh, um, i just uh, i love having uh, marcelo as such an entrepreneur running uh running uh this carrier because he's always thinking about what's best and how to you know how to maximize profits but also really more so about the customer experience and doing things different well i want to talk we got about a minute or two left i want to talk about it but the um the call center you open up, but I do want to close uh, the point on this buyback program. You know, this morning open up the Wall Street Journal and there's a full page ad on iPhone for life. Uh, so we do want to circle back with, with Sprint and talk about how that program is actually going to work and how it fits into your distribution strategy. But let's close on maybe talking about of the thousand people you're hiring, 200 people yeah. are going to be in this call center. Tell us about the call center. Yeah, it's actually a tech center. It's not a call center. So it's a, it's really a technology group. As you know, we're moving very quickly with um, all of our um, technology and we really needed um, to house uh, an area in the country where we were going to put network engineers. We're going to work on real estate. They're going to work on project management. It's all about how to get, uh, how to deploy and get network out very quickly, faster and different. And I'm really fortunate because we've decided to do, you know, to, to house this tech center for the country in Chicago, in downtown Chicago, um, and it's ramping up very quickly. Matter of fact, I'm going to be moving my offices over and, and being part of it because it's a pretty exciting area so, of, uh, of our business. And, you know, we're recruiting. We can really recruit really great talent here in, in Chicago. So well, that's before, why we... Oh, sorry. <laughs> no problem. Before we let you go, Tracy, I just want to know, what are you... Uh, what's the one oh. thing you're looking forward to with the future of this expansion plan? Oh, I am just so excited, honestly, uh, to be 
part of of the transformation of what we're doing here at Sprint and to be you know selected to be part of that um, working with Marcel and the whole senior leadership team it's pretty exciting and uh, you know we are already seeing our customers responding extremely well in this market with it and I'm just looking forward to uh, continuing to bring great service and products to the consumers I mean that's what I love to do so um, you know we're going to have the best product and we're on our our long on our way with our network and then having solid distribution in different ways and um, just having fun doing this. This is, this is, uh, it's a joy every day. Well, thank you so much, Tracy, for joining us today. Uh, we're going to take you. a short little break. And when we return, we're going to do a deep brief with a telecom executive with hands-on experience on launching new markets and hiring hundreds of people in a short amount of time. For more than 30 years, RCR Wireless News has been your trusted source for telecom and ICT news. Now, with the launch of RCR TV, we're taking the news off the page and into the future. For RCR TV, I'm Sean Kinney, and welcome to HetNet Happenings. Delivering it straight to you with our entertaining and informative online TV programming. From HetNet to IoT to NFB, our knowledgeable hosts discuss the essential topics that you must know to stay on top of what's buzzing in the industry. RCR TV programming boasts more than 50,000 views and 219,000 minutes watched per month. As an RCR TV sponsor, you will be recognized as an expert in your field to a global audience of more than 70,000 subscribers. Align your company as a thought leader and expert in telecom and ICT by sponsoring an RCR TV program today. Thanks for watching. Welcome back, everyone. So, Jeff, you've had first-hand experience as a telecom executive deploying new technology and launching new markets. What are your thoughts about Sprint Chicago's investment and plans for the future? Well, I'm going to go through and kind of rank uh, certain parts of the launch plan, but, yeah, I am a recovering CELA uh, executive. Back in uh, 1997, I started a competitive film company in Louisiana, ramped up 125 people in, in uh, 12 months and launch service in seven markets. We were deploying 5G phone switches, fiber networks, co-locating DSLAMs in central offices, then raised another 60 million to expand that company. And then in 1999, I moved here to Austin to start a, uh, a CLEC, a DSL company, CLEC. We raised $225 million. In less than 12 months, we hired over 700 people. We deployed a service in 40 markets in the Southern region. And we, um, that included co-locating equipment in over 400 Bell central offices. And then finally, in uh, 2001, I was part of the founding team of Clearwire. Uh, Goldman Sachs invested $100 million into uh, Clearwire, and we, um, we secured the spectrum that actually Sprint is using today in Chicago. Uh, we took it through a rebanding plan with the FCC so you could actually use it for broadband wireless service. So we launched broadband wireless service in Jacksonville, Florida, which was the first broadband wireless launch in the U.S. And uh, we had four towers and uh, not a lot of money left. But um, uh, so I've got a lot of experience with this particular spectrum. Okay. So, um, but in terms of uh, Sprint, um, I think the initial wave of their technology is going to be pr pretty straightforward. They talked about carrier aggregation. That technology is proven. And uh, th one of the best analogies that I've heard is it's like putting two straws in a milkshake and be able to drink 
twice as fast and that's yeah. really what you're doing you're pairing uh two 20 megahertz uh, uh spectrum bands and and you can just get more data and video throughput uh, doing carrier aggregation so that's a major step forward and then when you pair it with these lte phones that are coming out that are tri-band uh, phones but more importantly the the apple phone has a, a processor in it that is is 70 to 90 percent faster than the previous phone yeah. So that whole experience of the phone coupled with the spectrum is going to make that user experience unlike anything you and I have experienced. Yeah. Uh, it's, 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 so the execution risk on the technology, I don't see it being that great. But if I could go down maybe the uh, a couple areas. So from a technology standpoint, I would give the, the execution opportunity a five. Okay. With five being, I think they're going to knock it out of the park. And um, uh, while 2.5 megahertz, gigahertz spectrum does have limitations, it doesn't propagate very well, meaning it doesn't go through walls and it doesn't go a long distance. But in a market like Chicago, where you need to get down at the street level, you need to get in between buildings yeah. and you need people that are more stationary watching videos, uh, this spectrum is going to do extremely well. Um, I think the another important part about technology is they're going to be able to roll this out incrementally. Mm -hmm. and. As soon as they install the technology, the users in that cell radius are going to be able to immediately see the benefit. Yeah. Compare that to previous technology deployments where a carrier would have to deploy the entire market before turning the lights on. So the users are going to start immediately seeing these huge speeds of 100 megabits per second, which I think is going to be dramatic. And we need to go, by the way, check Twitter and see if people are actually tweeting about it. Um, from a user experience, I would, I would give it a four. And the only reason I would not give it a five is because it is incremental rollout. So I'm going to go out and buy a phone, yeah. or they're going to come to my house and give me one of these new phones. They're going to take back that old phone, right, and put this new phone for life in my hand, and it's going to work great right where I'm at because yeah. they've identified me and qualified me as knowing that where I'm standing that day when they deliver the phone, it's going to be the best service possible because they want that euphoric experience. Yeah. But all of a sudden, I take it to work on the L, and if they don't have that mid-level or many cells in place, I'm gonna lose that great experience. Yeah. So user, user, user's gonna be tweeting at home saying, wow, this is phenomenal, or they're gonna be at work saying this is phenomenal, but when they go to the bus station or they go to the gym, Somewhere and all else, of a sudden yeah. it's, uh, it drops back to 4G, they're not gonna to be too happy, right? Yeah. So that user experience is gonna be tempered by the fact that the service is only gonna be available in certain parts of Chicago. Um, I think another, again, this week, uh, uh, last week, Apple launched those new phones and, and, and Samsung launched those new phones. Those are going to be incredibly fast. And the oh, yeah. user experience is going to be phenomenal. And I know you're going to be doing some. Yeah, I tried out the Samsung uh, Edge, uh, Galaxy yeah. Edge Plus, And I mean, just the little that I got to play with it. I mean, I could just tell it was a completely different phone from their pre previous ones. So I'm excited to test that out later on. So. Uh, the third area is on, on the people. The execution is really going to be dependent on people. Mm -hmm. And a lot of folks who have not been involved in running phone companies don't appreciate that customer service and retail can experience turnover rates each year of 75 to 100%. So if um, Tracy is responsible for growing revenue and that revenue is based upon X number of sales reps selling X number of phones per month, mm -hmm. but you have turnover in your sales distribution, you run the risk of not meeting your plan. So uh, she has to, they're gonna be hiring hundreds of people. You and I went to their website yesterday. They've got retail positions. I think yeah. 60 or seven retail positions got open. quite a few. Um, 
I think it's going to be, in, and actually we've got the slide up uh, that we can pop up that mm -hmm. shows their website. I think they've got 67 positions open in Chicago. The majority of those are retail-oriented positions. A lot of them are part-time. So you're trying to attract part-time people to be part of a launch. Yeah. So I think there are going to be some challenges there, just from my own personal experience. It's hard to find the right people. Yeah. And the first wave of people you hire, you're going to train them. You're going to expect one thing. They're going to deliver another. You're going to have to either ask them to leave and get some new people in. And then they're going and again, to do the process. It, yeah, it, I can see where that could be a problem. It's hard. So it is just... It's hard. People are hard. Works great for for people, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so uh, I'd say from a uh, uh, from other types of people, they talked about RF engineers and network engineers. I think those are going to be pretty easy positions for them to fill. Chicago's always been a great RF market, going back to when Motorola and Motorola's still there. But you've got a very deep, rich RF community there. Mm -hmm. You've got great service companies there. So from a RF uh, engineer, network engineer, I think that's going to be pretty straightforward. Uh, they've got a big operation there, so I think they're going to be able to get the best of the best, and uh, they might be able to rely on certain partners. Now, uh, Nokia didn't confirm this, nor did Sprint confirm it, mm -hmm. but you know we interviewed uh, Nokia recently, and uh, they acquired SAC Wireless that is, was headquartered in Chicago. So again, companies like Nokia with SAC Wireless have a great deal of experience with distributed antenna systems, small cell networks, negotiating deals with municipalities to start putting these micro antennas and radios on light posts and at bus stops, and you could even put them on a, a, a you know, a, a, um, um, if we had phone booths still, we could probably put them on phone booths, but you're going to see. I haven't seen one of those not yet. in a while. So. <laughs> uh, well, here in Austin, you know, we during South by Southwest last year, yeah. they put Wi-Fi uh, channels on people, which mm -hmm. caused a lot of uproar. But uh, these, these gigabit radios that are coming out today, um, uh, I think Chicago is going to be a great market for them. The RF is not going to be a big deal. So from an overall execution standpoint, I would give Sprint a 4.5. I think they're going to knock it out of the park. Uh, Root Metrics had... Um, uh, ranked Sprint number three in Chicago behind AT&T and Verizon. Uh, Root Metrics ranked Chicago as the number two market nationwide for speeds. And that was on kind of LT technology, not LT advanced. So mm -hmm. when Sprint comes to market with something that's five or six times better than what people already had, I think Sprint's going to move up very quickly in the rankings in Chicago. Um, but Verizon and AT&T aren't going to sit still. So they're going to yeah. come very quick. Um, so I think things like the direct-to-you program, buyback programs, phone-for-life programs, that's going to what that, those will be the elements that will keep customers with Sprint for a long time. So I see the initial wave of technology being great, people being real excited. They're going to have to fill in the underbelly of the network uh, on the microcells. I think they've got the right relationships with the mayor, um, and they, they're actually a partner in the Chicago Transit Authority DAS system. Mm -hmm. So they've got existing assets they're going to be able to leverage to build out the, the underbelly of the network, if you will. So uh, overall, 4.5, I think the, um, uh, the, the metrics will prove themselves out. I think one other thing about Chicago is uh, Root Metrics ranks Chicago as number four nationwide with respect to reliability. And what that means is people have intermittent issues with their service, Yeah. right? So Verizon has made statements they're going to try to move up the, the stack to make sure that um, Chicago has better reliability. I think one of the challenges here with Sprint is that they're incrementally rolling this service out. People are going to have euphoric experience in one place, and they're going to go across the street, and it yeah. may not be as good. So I think uh, uh, the, the, the speed's probably going to go to number one in Chicago, ranking on route metrics. But I think reliability is going to continue being, being an issue. 
Well, um, thank you to Tracy again for joining us on this week's episode of Inside Telecom Career. Next week, please join us as we wrap up interviews with key panelists from the Wireless Infrastructure Show, Wireless Workforce Force Panel. Our guests will be Rosie Cloud from the Department of Veteran Affairs and also Martin Travers, CEO of Black & Veatch. Thank you again. Inside Telecom Careers is a production of RCR TV News. Oh, okay. To reach Jeff Mucci or to suggest a show topic for Inside Telecom Careers, you can reach him at jmucci at rcrwireless.com. For all telecom-related news and information, please visit rcrwireless.com. To connect with the industry's top talent, please visit telecomcareers.net.